Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danka, Bharati Jagdish, and Ryan Huang with you. Time now for Mind Your Business. Uh, one of my favorite topics, cybersecurity. Mm. Mm. Digitalization has been a running theme, hasn't it, yeah. for us, Elliot, and for businesses all over the world. So, of course, cybersecurity is a logical thing to have on one's mind, right? And indeed, with that in mind, industrial cybersecurity company Clarity has opened a regional headquarters in Singapore, further establishing its presence in the APEC region. The company recently announced the opening, saying that it's experiencing hyper-growth here, having doubled its client base and achieving 250% growth in revenue year over year. We're talking here from the first half of 2020 to the first half of this year. So the office opening comes shortly after Clarity's USD, Clarity's $140 million US dollars in its Series D financial round that included participation from Tomasic. So Let's try and get some clarity on mm. the expansion plans here in Asia Pacific. On the line with us this morning is Vijay Vaidyanathan, who is Regional Vice President Solutions Engineering at Clarity Asia APJ. Good morning, Vijay. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for having me on the line here. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Clarity. I mean, we understand it's a cybersecurity company, but what else can you tell us about it? Well, as a cybersecurity company, we are focused in the industrial cybersecurity space. So we work very closely with uh, many of the world's largest enterprises, especially the ones that run mission-critical industrial environments. So what we do basically is we help these customers to protect their OT, IT, and industrial IoT assets in these kind of environments. And what we do is we provide industrial cybersecurity controls specifically in areas like visibility, threat detection, risk and vulnerability management, and secure remote access. Those are the four key areas where Clarity services them. Basically, how the clients benefit from this is it allows their engineers, operators, and cybersecurity professionals to protect the very complex networks that they have. So they can not just safeguard their operations, while at the same time they can embrace and adopt uh, the digital transformation and their you know journey into industry four and bring it into operations, the benefits that come from there. So this is the kind of alignment we create between OT and IT teams. Mm, certainly free them up to do more important important tasks or other important tasks. Let's talk about your regional headquarters. Why did you choose to open it here in Singapore? Well, if you really look at Singapore as a hub in in this particular region, it's been at the forefront in terms of bringing those cybersecurity technologies and then leveraging them across the region, even in terms of the mandates and other kinds of guidelines that have come in from, let's say, the Cybersecurity Agency of Singapore out here in terms of the Cybersecurity Code of Practice, in terms of the master plan. So it's been a front runner in these areas, and it has allowed us to actually grow very effectively across the region in in, uh, Singapore. Now, if you compare that also with the rise in the demand for the digital services, uh, we can see that in both Asia, Pacific and Japan, there is an increase in the demand, the risk. The risk as a factor that comes from digitalization of these networks has actually gotten us to a point where Singapore is at the forefront of how that demand is 
is being reflected. It is allowing us to have a headquarter that effectively allows us to cover the region. Okay. Vijay, I'm curious about the landscape of cybersecurity, the threat landscape, that is. I mean, it keeps evolving. What are we looking at as we approach 2022? What we've seen in the last one or two years uh, is there's been this uh, diversity in this landscape in the form of ransomware, supply chain. There's been targeted OT attacks and attempts. And, and this has been the major significant and the major concern. Mm. There is also, if you think about the fact that COVID-19 has pushed a lot of that workforce, you know, remote, the connected workforce, and even uh, increasing amount of connected devices to the internet and to the cloud, that has amplified the threats. Uh, service providers have also gone more remote. Organizations have become more reliant on the internet and the cloud. Okay. So some reports say that RDP attacks have spiked by a few hundred percent they have uh, in in 2020 and even in 2021 they are at record levels remote access trojans have increased by at least a quarter of a, a percentage uh, all this is serious because industrial environments need to utilize remote access to keep operations running in view of the pandemic situation so that kind of roughly is a reflection of how that landscape looks currently. Mm-hmm. Now, Clarity, with its research team, regularly conducts you know vulnerability landscape studies and uh, specific and pertinent to the industrial networks. What we found is that nearly two-thirds are remotely exploitable, not even requiring interventions, and many of them are, you know, targeted on supervisory controls of OT. Mm. When it comes to deciding the amount or type of OT security that a company needs, how do you guide them on that process, on that track, in order to discover what they need and how they need to implement it? Because I think a lot of them are just coming into the picture now and taking cybersecurity more seriously only now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good, great question. So what we typically do with the customers is we educate and make them aware of a framework, which at Clarity we call it the Reveal, Protect, Detect and Connect framework. We do emphasize the role that visibility plays in terms of how effectively we can understand what's going on in their environments and then translate them into cybersecurity deliverables. So first and foremost, to really understand what is out there, what role are these assets playing, how are they connected, and how are, what are they exactly conversing with each other, so that we can then begin to reveal the vulnerabilities and the risks that they have, and you know continue with protecting by fixing them, mitigating these risks, and then continuously monitor them, as in 24 by 7, having your eyes and ears on those networks so that we can flag or look for any anomalies or any other kinds of threats that may crop up on those networks. And last but not the least, the connect pillar, which is where we guide the customers into how do we now bring the mature IT security controls and fuse them into these mission critical OT networks as well so that they can they can improve the security posture of these environments. Vijay, what's it like when you work with these companies? I mean, you guys are obviously the specialists. Is there a requirement that for the companies on their end that they have the talent to be able to converse with you in that sense, to, to speak your language? So it's a journey. And we what we find is that there is a lot of awareness. This awareness has actually grown by leaps and bounds in the, in the last couple of years. 
But what we also find is that a lot of them are in that journey, which means that education is a part and parcel. Awareness is a part and parcel of how this transition is being made. They, well, there is also a big difference when you compare speaking to IT teams, which are more security and cyber savvy versus uh, OT teams, which are more operational savvy. And there is an, a need for us to actually bring in the correct bridging through technology and through the awareness to bridge the two teams so that the IT cyber savvy teams can quickly understand what uh, what's happening on those industrial environments and vice versa the OT teams can quickly understand the cyber security gaps mm-hmm. that currently are plaguing their environments. Mm. Vijay, this is an ever-evolving threat, right? <laughs> it's always a struggle to keep up with actors who have nefarious intentions, right? So yeah. how are you positioning yourself in terms of predicting what might happen mm. in both the global and Asian cybersecurity landscape in the coming months and years? And then, you know, give some advice to companies on how they can be up their own talent pool as well moving forward in order to counter these threats? Oh, great question. I mean, it's like if you're thinking in terms of trends and what is to be expected, it's like really looking into a crystal ball. Yeah, you, <laughs> but, can't, you can't really tell, right? So. <laughs> yeah, but you see, if, if, you, if you just consider the fact that ransomware supply chain targeted OT attacks and ATEMs have been a very, very uh, significant and, and major, major concern, so we, we are expecting that kind of a trend to actually continue, which is not just the landscape to be active, but also the diversity in that particular landscape. We are expecting that to continue. And uh, obviously, the bad actors, uh, the methodologies that the adversaries are using are also evolving. So we've got to actually scale to counter them. In, in a way in which uh, it's going to be a very progressive approach. There is no such thing as 100% security, but we've got to do the best that we can. Mm. Now, two important vectors that need to be closed out, especially with regard to uh, OT environments. One would be, uh, I would definitely recommend, it's also recommended in the master plan that we continuously monitor those networks. Mm. Like, if there is a malicious presence, let's become aware of it as early as possible uh, so that, you know, there can be adequate investigation. We can thwart such an attempt or even if, let's say, there is an attempt and a successful breach, let's mitigate the effect or the impact of that particular thing. In short, what we want is to really be able to become aware of what is happening out there so that when we start making decisions, those decisions are grounded in data and with the knowledge of what is really happening there. Now, in this regard, obviously, there needs to be a a scaling up of the resources as well. Mm -hmm. So especially in the areas of OT cybersecurity, there is a big push that we find that enterprise companies are putting, not just in terms of investing in technologies, but also creating their uh, uh, service-related resource skill sets that are needed both in-house as well as from managed service providers. And what Clarity is doing is Clarity is actually ensuring that the right information reaches the right people at the right time so that they can then utilize the findings to bring the security enhancements within those environments.
Uh, Fiji, some closing thoughts, and I want to direct this at Cybersecurity Agency of Singapore, the CSA's new National Cybersecurity Strategy 2021. You see any gaps in in this strategy? You see if more can be done with regard to the cybersecurity front here in Singapore? Actually, I, I would say that that's a good thing. I think it came about in uh, in the beginning of October this year. If I remember correctly, it comes roughly about five years after the initial strategy. If you really think back in the last five years, much has changed. For example, even the diversity of the active landscape around us, there are shifting trends, emerging threats, and even a lot of technological changes. So it's, it's, I think, good that we have some fine-tuning and updates to that strategy for better alignment to the current needs, because what uh, that would put us is in a, give us a proactive approach to how we can tackle them. And also the current amendments and fine-tunings, they call for support with deeper industry partnership, which is, I think, something that is excellent because then the expertise that comes from the specialist can, can get into the ecosystem and be a main driver into how cybersecurity is leveraged. Right. We've been speaking with Vijay Vaidyanathan. He is Regional VP Solutions Engineering at Clarity APJ. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Vijay. You take care and stay Thanks. safe. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Pleasure speaking to you. Have a great day. Cheers. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.